I'm John and I'm Adam and this is Backwash on Quibi. Quibi is a mobile first streaming service launching on April 6. It's shows are designed to run 10 minutes or less. So for bathroom breaks. Well, describe the name. Quibi is short for. Uh, what is it short for? Quick Bites. Uh, quick Bites. Okay. So yes. If the name seems strange, well, it's short for that 10 minutes or less 10 minutes or fewer 10 minutes or whatever is adult swim right it's in the vein of 10 11 minutes yeah yeah and it's it's gonna cost money uh 4.99 per month with advertisements or 7.99 per month without ads which is, um, is that competitive with what they with the slate of shows they have i guess with that remains to be seen and that's what we'll run through huh Yes, uh, Quibi has been stockpiling content over the last two years, and it plans to release 175 shows, distinct of 8,500 episodes in its first year. That um, is a lot. But it, but again, it's all 10 minutes or under. Yes. In addition, Quibi developed or stole, we don't know yet, <laughs> a technology called Turnstile that allows people to watch videos optimized for both portrait and landscape orientation on their phones so kind of like verizon's go 90 yeah not, so i wonder how complicated i wonder how complicated it is to make television that looks different in different orientations well what's crazy is um adobe has their little get together to announce new features and stuff and for premiere pro this last time around they had showcased a part of their Premiere Pro is their video editing program, if you don't know. And they actually have a built-in thing that will help re-ratio uh, your content into like, you know, you've got widescreen or whatever, you, however you want to refer to it. And it'll go like square for Instagram and, you know, tall portrait mode for like phones. And then you only have to like make one edit and it will reframe everything you know, mm. with AI or some bullshit and try to keep everything that they, it thinks it sees on screen as important in frame. So you only have to make one cut instead of have to recut all this content to fit the uh, aspect ratio of the device. So it's just kind of interesting that it came about the same time as Quibi's about to launch. Well, we'll see how, yeah, well, I wonder if every... If, yeah, does every show have a have this available to it, or is it only some of them that kind of right. switch around? If it's just like a, a tech demo. Yeah. Quibi is the brainchild of Jeffrey Katzenberg, who found co-founded DreamWorks and oversaw the uh, golden years of Disney sure. 2D animation, uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, etc. And is led by... CEO Meg Whitman, failed Republican presidential candidate. I wonder how those two get along. Yeah, because Kratzenberg is like a—he's uh, like the highest Democratic yeah, a, 
donor, isn't he? He's <laughs> a big Democratic donor, and uh, Meg Whitman is not that. I guess they can see through their differences to launch a streaming platform that has a lot of money behind it. People who follow culture have been skeptical or mocking of Quibi. Despite that, Quibi has raised $1.75 billion. And their spending budget is about that for all the shows, isn't it? Yeah. It's one thing I mean, to raise it, but they're almost spending the same amount of money on the content. In, in comparison, the, the last numbers I could find for Hulu, Hulu spent $2.5 billion on content in 2018. Sure. So it's, it's not that far behind Hulu, whereas Netflix is projected to spend $17 billion Holy shit. on content this year. So it's about 10% of Netflix. But also 10 minutes, right? Yeah, the content is, uh, well, it's bite-sized, I suppose. It to the to be fair, um, some of the content, they refer to it as movies and chapters. Okay. So, so it's just movies cut up into small small, bits. small bites, so have they not, quick bites. They haven't referred to anything really as television. They, everything is like a movie with chapters. Is that... Mm-hmm. I'm actually not. I'm actually unclear. Some of these seem like they could just be shows in ten minutes, right? Because even those Adult Swim ten minute shows feel long. So you don't describe Aqua Teen as not a show, right? But yeah. it's also not a movie, even mm-hmm. though they did have a movie. Mm-hmm. What What do you think about Quibi's prospects? Just broad scope. Yeah, there are a few things that I think actually look pretty decent. Okay, I, I think what's <sighs> The danger is that $5 a month with advertisements, will people pay that? I don't know. Because you said it was, what, eight without ads? It's $8 without ads. And mobile first, I'm not I'm not sure that means you can watch it on a television. Yeah, what's the computer. app availability on? Right. Is it, does this thing pop up on Fire TV? Does it, the Quibi? Quibi? I mean, sure, everyone has phones and people watch phones in bed, right? People watch uh, yeah. phones on the toilet. Yeah. What I noticed doing a run through of what we'll talk about here about the shows is some of this stuff has like a YouTube vibe. So I think so might have more pay, success. Pay YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Which there is a pay version of YouTube and their content, their exclusive content for that is very questionable. But I think some of these shows seem like they would lend themselves as just you watch a little bit of whatever Chrissy Teigen's doing and then you go to bed. But there's a whole subset of these that I don't picture that working as well, which we'll get to those. I, but. I think the biggest problem with Quibi is people don't know what Quibi is. <laughs> Does it seem? It seems odd. I just asked my wife. Well, actually, right. she asked me, what, what are you doing the podcast on tonight? And I told her, I was yeah. like, Quibi. And she just goes, uh, oh, yeah, okay. And she just pretended but, to know what it was. People in the culture know have been inundated in the past year with flashy announcements of quibi programming it's there were quite it's a, overwhelming there were quite a few super bowl ads there's more than like, one like like um i don't i think katzenberg mined his entire rolodex <laughs> did he just reach out to literally everybody he knew he probably reached out to literally everybody and it seems like literally everybody responded and said yeah it's only 10 minutes Sur- surprise <laughs> what, what, what is that like one week of work. I'm very curious what he offered some of these people to to be to get on board, which we'll run through who's involved here. I'm surprised the involvement of a lot of these people. So let's let's run through 
the launch slate because there's not not even a launch slate. Let's let's run through what has been announced. Sure. The over the overwhelming amount of bytes, the overwhelming amount of bite-sized programming that's been announced. Okay. According to Entertainment Weekly, the content will take three forms: movies and chapters, short unscripted series and documentaries, and uh, daily essentials, which is news and lifestyle programming. So, like stuff you might see in an airport or uh, a train station while on the go. So I, I assume that what sounds like a show is actually a movie just chopped up into pieces. Traditionally, the ones that look the most like... Or sound the most like, because we don't have trailers for all the shows. No. Okay, Most Dangerous Game, Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth stars as a terminally ill man desperate to care for his pregnant wife. Enough so that he joins a potentially lucrative venture, which turns out to be a deadly ruse pitting him as the prey in a dangerous game of cat and mouse. Sounds like the cat is Christoph Waltz. Mm, yes. So most dangerous game, of course, everyone read it in school. Hunting humans, not not that original. No. But, you know, Christoph Waltz. I like Christoph Waltz. That's the first big get we're talking about here, wouldn't you say? So the Helmsworth brother is the lowest tier one. Right. But let's think about this most dangerous game. If it's chopped up into pieces, does that mean that every every 10 minutes they had to come up with a cliffhanger? See, this would be one that would be most interesting if they're actually really thinking through the format here, because this was one of the shows I thought would probably obviously work better in a traditional sense, I guess, sight unseen, I don't right. know, but... Is it like 24? I mean, is it just a beep, 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 beep? Like <laughs> right, right. every 10 minutes? Like, oh, shit, I can't wait to watch this. This is a question one. about all their shows. I mean, at least for a most dangerous game, you can craft, you know, cliffhangers. But the yeah, but that's, next, that's this, a, but that doesn't give a lot of run runway. You're already just jammed up to the end of the next thing. There's, it's so right, short. Right. So I'm I'm hoping, because I do think this looks... I'm Christoph Waltz is is the reason I'm interested in watching this. I would watch for him. Next movie and chapter, When the Streetlights Go On, produced as a pilot for Hulu. It already doesn't bode well because this is already something that was formatted for traditional, a traditional streaming medium. When a beautiful young girl's killed, her sister and high school peers struggle to retain a sense of normalcy as their suburban community reels and the murder investigation proceeds. Oh, I remember seeing the trailer for this, right? This already had a trailer before right like before yeah the the cast includes tony hale and mark duplass okay so like this how 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 are they gonna chop it maybe by chopping it up they just mean like commercial breaks because hulu does that right so you have have a guaranteed commercial every 10 minutes well it's the idea you know how like shows are edited for broadcast television there are act breaks yeah and perhaps that's how you get around needing a cliffhanger right See, this already doesn't bode well for this unique format that they've got, which is I, I know, not, and I wonder not building if, around anything interesting. They're not they're not they're not injecting any of the creativity of the format into anything so far. I mean, we haven't seen it, so we don't know. But right, this had a pilot produced for another network. So you're right. This one probably just has an act break every ten minutes and jam in a commercial. And I wonder if people will binge Quibi shows. I'm sorry, movies in <laughs> These chapters. are movies in chapters. Right. Yes. And binge is watching a movie, right? <laughs> At that point, that's what you're doing. Yeah. I, it's right. not like I don't have the Netflix app on my phone. Right. 
All right, next movie in chapter survive. Sophie Turner and Corey Hawkins play two survivors of a plane crash on a remote mountain who must work together as they combat the elements and their personal demons to make it back to civilization. Wasn't this an Idris Elba and Kate, one of the Kates, Kate Winslet movie from a, a few years ago? Yeah, the two people surviving to do a thing. The two people, he, survi- yes. two people surviving. And that was also a black man and a, and a British woman. Again, we're real thin on new creative endeavors right now. Right. Tra- um, yeah, this one did not look interesting to me at all. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Flipped, a chronically underployed couple played by Will Forte and Caitlin Olsen strive to become TV's next great home renovation show duo. Unfortunately, their plans are waylaid somewhat when members of a drug cartel kidnap the pair and force them to renovate their massive house. This looked like one of the more promising ones. Maybe the comedy would lend itself better to this format? To yeah, the, quickly the, the, talent, the, the talent is there. I think Will Forte uh, and Caitlin Olsen paired up, to me, in my mind, works really well. I'm, this is this I mean, is not um, sustainable, though. <laughs> it's mean, basically like... Do they uh, think any of these shows have legs for seasons upon seasons? Or are they just... I see, I wonder if they're just kind of considering... Maybe, maybe that's why they're branded as movies in, as movies in, in chapters. chapters. Because it's we're just buying a movie and chopping it up. Because I imagine Flipped is like a parody of a home renovation show. And that's it, right? What kind your, of your mileage is, is limited. Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's a lot of people in this that look that yeah, I like. The, so the, <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg's Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Unscripted and documentaries. Chrissy's Court. Uh, Chrissy Teigen will preside over a real life small claims cases. Judge Judy style with final and legally binding verdicts. Meanwhile, her mom termed bailiff maintains order in the courtroom. I'm so oversaturated with her. Yeah. She goes from, uh, isn't she like the, the DJ on Lip Sync Battle? Shit, I don't know. I mean, she's on no. everything. She just appears. She's on TV. <laughs> she's in the commercial. She's on She's on a food show for for God knows what reason on Netflix. Yeah. Like, Well, I mean, kudos to her. Hey, you cash the checks. I'm sure this took, what, a couple of days to film a few things, and then you spread it out, and, you know, right. easy. Uh, thanks. So, so, like this... Each episode could just be like a case, right? If you really condense this things This is more down. logical to the, the, the format. Clippy format. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As I imagine most of the unscripted stuff is. No, they these shows we'll be talking about here, they all seem more made for They seem format. like stuff you'd watch while pooping. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Disposable stuff. Thanks a million. Jennifer Lopez uh, produced series. A celebrity donates $100,000 to an unsuspecting individual. That person gives $50,000 to someone else who gives $25,000 to someone else and on down the line. Paid for it, right? I'll be that guy who gets like the $100. Here you go. So, yeah, you want you want to be the person who receives $100,000. Yeah. So, because you're going to keep 50, right? <laughs> it's a better deal. Yeah. I wonder how far, how far down it goes. Is there someone receiving like... Yeah, when did, what's the cutoff? Like a thousand bucks? Yeah, ten dollars. We'd be like, buddy, get out. You keep it. Keep it. <laughs> uh, punked. Punked is back. Hosted by Chance the Rapper. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I, I think punked is as a timeless format. You just need to revive it every ten years. It's fine. I mean, Chance seems like a f- somebody who'd probably have fun with it. 
He's a jolly guy. I mean, it's, it's not like he's the one devising the prank. No, he sits behind right? the control deck, yeah. hidden out, and yeah. then he and goes, the, "Hey, look, it's me, Chance the Rapper." Surprise! Yeah, yeah. A, a quick payday. Easy. I wonder if they. I wonder if they announced he was host before they started filming. Else, it's like Chance the Rapper appeared <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> and you're like, "What is going on? What the fuck?" Yeah. Okay. Not a parody is Murder House Flip. A team of forensic specialists, spiritual healers, and high-end renovation experts take on houses where scandalous or tragic events took place, including but not limited to murders, and turn them from morbid to marvelous. (laughs) This sounds like a 30 Rock show. This sounds like the other show where they're flipping houses for a drug cartel. This one is unscripted. It's real life. I'm unfamiliar with who's involved and... It's not like they're gonna be painting over blood. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, skirt with offset. Ooh, I missed this one. Celebrities, including Jay Leno, join Mingos member and car aficionado Offset to discuss their cars and the stories behind them and take part in a unique one-on-one auto experience. That seems like it could be a ten-minute deal per thing. Quick. Get in and out yeah. with somebody's car story, blah, blah, blah. There's a huge interest in car stuff. I mean, YouTube is full of it. I watch a bunch of it. I get it. This Would you watch this? I'd give it a, I'd give it a shot. Okay. I like seeing cool cars. I, I'm a car guy. I like crazy cars. This is a chance to see crazy, weird cars. I feel like they went to Offset and were like, we want to do a show with you. What you got? Wasn't he just on NCIS or something? Maybe. I think he's... Uh, He's definitely expanding his television uh, CV. All right. The Sauce, viral sensation dance duo Ao and Teo are hosting this traveling dance competition series, which will follow the brothers from city to city as they spotlight each location's dance culture and attempt to track down the hottest talent. I I mean, we don't need more dance shows. Yeah. I mean, dance shows will always exist. Yeah. People. we We have plenty of them already. Yeah. It's um, it's not for me. It's not an interest of mine at all. all right. And I don't even know who these guys are. Are you familiar with them? Probably no. Showing, probably certainly yeah. showing my ass on my age here, but I don't know who Ao and Teo are. People will always love singing and dancing competitions. They're like um, doctor and lawyer shows. Yeah, there's an endless format, competition or otherwise, obviously, because every network's got their own thing. Next and music ampersand music this documentary series spotlights the behind the scenes collaborate collaborators who help the biggest stars in music create their live performances this could be interesting right is it I, i'm not sure like it's not produced it's is it like stage shows yeah that's what i'm wondering choreographers? reading a description there does it mean like the stage setup like the lighting the the pre- presentation because of the show there are performances i'd be interested in seeing how they pulled off. And I'm always interested in like, especially people doing arena tours, just their crazy stage setups, but I'm not sure if it delves into that or not. I didn't, not, not sure on that one, what they're, what they're saying it covers. I'm leaning filler though. Yeah. Okay. Elba versus block. Idris Elba ventures into the realm of stunt driving. He will compete with professional rally driver, Ken block in car based challenges, like the wall of death, the car tightrope, and the flaming obstacle course. This, this is a vanity project. This oh, <laughs> Elbow, Idris Elba wanted to drive cool cars. Yes. And he wanted so, to do stunts, clearly. I, mean, I bet this works in 10-minute bites. 
Idris Elba DJing at Coachella. Idris Elba produced a show about his life. Idris, <laughs> I mean, he's doing it. He's doing it all. It's fine. He works in all settings. He's. I like him. This is probably. Meanwhile, like Wood Harris has been seen in. <laughs> <laughs> since what justified right gone mental with lior celebrity mentalist lior suchard will read the minds of such famous guests as ben stiller james corden and zoe deschanel running each guest through a series of mind-blowing mental stunts not on board i think that sounds bunk ben stiller is into like mental stuff he's doing a celebrity escape room for nbc in may the same guy no ben stiller oh ben stiller is. not okay. the not Sorry. the mentalist yeah okay but I I, yeah, I didn't. I hadn't heard about that either. I, this this is like when David Blaine does magic for celebrities. People like to watch it. I, I noticed David Dobrik's face in this screenshot here. He loves fucking having David Blaine on. So it's no surprise <laughs> that whoever this Leor guy is is also blowing uh, his mind. <laughs> Nikki Fresh with the S is a dollar sign. So the first description I saw of this show was. Nicole Richie stars as her hip-hop alter ego and interacts with real-life wellness practitioners to learn ways to better serve our bodies and the planet while taking those ideas to comedic extremes. So they did they change the show entirely here? Well, this is an unscripted show, unscripted show where she's playing her alter ego. Uh, okay. As she strives to bring her own socially conscious educational brand of rap known as Parent Trap to Jesus. the world. This sounds fucking as, awful. I'm I'm not I'm not sure what this show is about. I Socially conscious rap and wellness practitioners and comedy. This is a fucking bunch of Gwyneth Paltrow bullshit. When's the last time you even thought about Nicole Richie? I know she's married to one of the Good Charlotte Speaking. twins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Singled out. Kiki Palmer and Joel Kim Booster will host a new edition of Singled Out. I mean, I, I like Joel Kim Booster. I like Kiki Palmer. I watched it back in the day, but I have zero interest in it now. I mean, this this is a show you could do in 10 minutes or less, right? You're just, it's like, guess who? You're just basically saying, I don't want. You could cut this pretty, you could cut this together pretty yeah. quick and make it. And I, I imagine the pattern will just be like, do you remember like when people were cut, they would walk by the contestant and say like, oh, you're lost. Yeah, you know? they'd, yeah they'd have their stupid quip. I, I, as an aside, like Chris Hardwick just <laughs> kind of disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, but he kind of was a dirtbag, so I think that might have a little but he, bit to he, do with it. The thing is, he kind of disappeared, but he's still everywhere. Like he's still hosting a game show on NBC. He's still doing Talking Dead. Yeah, but he's he not, still has a podcast. He's still, but he's not doing nearly as much. Right, dude, kind of deserved to have to disappear a bit. Personal opinion. Game show, game as in gay, G A Y M E show! Exclamation point! Exclamation mark! Exclamation point! Whatever. Matt Rogers and comedian Dave Mazzoni will host this comedic competition series in which two straight contestants are paired with a celebrity life partner as they go head to head in various challenges to earn the title Queen of the Straits. Sure. Another game show that I don't know how it works, but I'm sure it must be a short form. If you notice, the the, um, press photos for Singled Out and Game Show are both Blue and oh, these are definitely on the same set. They yeah, just, blue and <laughs> blue and magenta. I'm sure they just move one wall out of the way and replace it with another, and there's your new set. Dismantle another magenta set. Of, they, they, those hue lights were cheap. Yeah, 
This uh, unique cooking competition series hosted by Titus Burgess will begin each episode by blasting a food dish into two blindfolded chef's faces with a cannon. <laughs> the chefs will then attempt to identify the dish and race to recreate it. I like this idea. The premise sounds all right. Just fucking firing I mean, food at somebody's face. Yeah, I mean, this is not uh, recreating a dish blind uh, after tasting it blindly is not an original idea, but the, the cannon, right? Yeah, this one, this one yeah. sounds all right. I wonder what caliber of chefs. I think this would be kind of boring if it were they were bad chefs, right? You'd have right. to have, you'd have to have some competent people actually be able to get close to the foods. That would certainly be more to, exciting. Yeah, some Michelin star chefs getting blasted in the face. <laughs> I don't think they'll go that high up the ladder, but maybe. Oh, we're we're not even like a, a third of the way through this list. Right, this is Quibi, you guys. <laughs> uh, you ain't got these. Lena Waith explores social issues through the lens of sneaker culture. At one point, I thought sneaker culture is untapped by Hollywood, and now I feel like it's they're milking it dry. <laughs> it's there if you if you know and look. I don't think it's really bubbled up completely to the surface. I don't think it's. I mean, there's not a mainstream mainstream show. I'm waiting there's on lots that, of stuff. Uh, I'm waiting on that scripted show about uh, sneakerheads. That's what the guy does in the show. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll watch this. You know, it's what I'm into. So I'll probably give it a shot. And especially 10 minutes, right? Yeah. You can just try it for 10 minutes. If you don't like it, you only wasted 10 minutes. Yeah. I think that's what could be his biggest selling point. It's very low commitment. That's why I'm tempted. Fierce Queens. Reese, Reese Witherspoon will narrate and present this BBC-produced nature docuseries, which will focus on the animal kingdom's rebel matriarchs, powerful leaders, and dangerous lovers. So it's lady, um, lady animals. Yeah, you, you, you can't have, you can't launch a streaming service without nature program. And who better than right. A-list Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yep. Prodigy. Soccer star Megan Rapino will host his docuseries profiling eight extraordinary athletes, all 21 or younger, who have achieved unprecedented athletic feats and are set to become the next superstars in their respective sports. This is filler to me, but I feel like you also have to have it because we don't have really any sports stuff right now. Yeah, some sports stuff. So, you know, they got some dating stuff, some food stuff and nature stuff, sports stuff. Run the City from Mark Wahlberg, a documentary which follows Yasiel Carrera II, former mayor of Fall River, Massachusetts, and the town's youngest ever elected, who faced various fraud and extortion charges over the course of his term. This is a movie in chapters. No. <laughs> Be mildly compelling. Is it, you know, is it, hopefully, like, it's not, is hopefully it a true it's, crime thing? I don't know about this guy, so uh, I don't know. Hopefully it's tighter than Wahlberg's McMillions, which he also executive produced. God. Okay, Shape of Pasta. Chef Evan Funke, a perpetual student of handmade pasta, scours Italy for the Supreme Pasta Masters. Again, this is like... It's a niche Netflix has a Netflix has a bunch of these shows where chefs travel and like contemplate. They find the master of a thing. Uh, and then, Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, Funke will seek out rare and unique pasta shapes and techniques. I guess I'm prepared to be surprised about a pasta shape I've never seen or heard of before, but... Right. I'm just imagining the, um, you know how Anthony Bourdain would write a monologue mm -hmm. <laughs> to tie his episodes together. Evan Fouke, you know, macaroni. And yeah, you're going to get really deep. Search the soul yeah. for the 
for but, the depth but hey, of like, macaroni. Ugly Delicious on Netflix is just like David Chang musing on steak and he's um, an entertaining character. Dumplings. It helps. Yeah. If it yeah. was anybody other than him doing it, which there are other ones like that show, and they're not nearly as entertaining. So right. right. Uh, Nightgowns. Sasha Valor's acclaimed live drag review is coming to Quibi with the RuPaul's Drag Race champion executive producing an eight-part series based on the stage act. Each episode will focus on one performer as they prep for their individual showcases, part behind-the-scenes documentary, part lip-sync spectacular. You're going to have to have a drag show on your network. That's a requirement now. Quibi also has Daily Essentials, which is basically like news. So... I'm I'm not going to run through them all, but well, yeah, like, it looks like they've got food and yes, some culture. NBC News, CBS News, BBC News, uh, ESPN, TMZ, Polygon. Oh, there's a there's a drag news show. Yeah, what is it? Fashion's a drag. A star is born. Actor William Belly and supermodel Denise Bedeau will lead a panel of drag queens and fashion experts as they candidly discuss today's hottest celebrity fashion trend. That's Fashion Police on E! Mm -hmm. Weather Channel, Fandango. Trailers by Fandango. Get all the latest movie, TV, and streaming trailers daily. Yeah, call Movie Phone. This was was a show on VH1. It would just show trailers. Just back-to-back? Yeah, just show trailers when, before the internet. If you wanted to watch movie trailers was on tv you're holding a phone just i don't know what are people following where they're not seeing trailers but whatever let's skip past that to the upcoming stuff what we just ran through are the launch titles but wait there's more (laughs) there's a there's a lot more don't look deeper emily mortimer and don Cheadle headline this sci-fi series directed by twilight director Catherine hardwick the story set 15 minutes into the future follows a high school senior who realizes she may not be human there's not a lot of sci-fi so far but you know what there is in the rest of the world a lot of young adult sci-fi yeah yep discover superpower programming a lot on netflix there's a ton frat boy genius will tell the tale of snapchat's rise Oh. Through a social network-esque, reportedly deeply unflattering portrait of founder Evan Spiegel. Okay, this is good because the other thing I read didn't didn't say deeply unflattering. And I was like, well, okay. I hope this kind of rips on him. So now I'm a um, hell of a lot more interested. That's good. I'm sure I'm sure a WeWork one is all someone is writing. Oh, that'd be, we're getting a WeWork movie is what we're going to get. At some the, I think the Theranos one is all. <laughs> every, every tech messiah. Deservedly so. Yeah, the Elon Musk one. We'll get it at some point. We'll get it. Uh, The Fugitive, a modern social media-infused update of the classic TV series and Harrison Ford film. Boyd Holbrook must clear his name by tracking down the real perpetrator of a bombing in Los Angeles. Kiefer Sutherland will play the cop hot on his trail. So I watched a trailer, and it's just still so hard to separate and get out of 24 zone when you see Right, this is 24. It's 24. Yeah. A show like this look like, do you think it would do anything creative with the format? A social media infused update? Like, I, you know I, what you I could do? Seeing... You could put like a feed, you know, it looks like a social media feed on it. Like it's, it's ripe for those sorts of things. I remember seeing a um, tech demo for a Quibi tech demo from CES in which if you turn your phone to portrait, you could like, you could view it through the camera lens of a phone character was using. Sure. So you could see what was, was they were filming through their phone. 
that's interesting. That's the kind of stuff I want to see. But the problem is, is once you kind of let that cat out of the bag, like that's it. Like you do it right. again and it's just like, oh, it was just like uh, when they did it on Fugitive or whatever. Right. Uh, hashtag free Rayshon. Anton Fuqua uh, is producing this drama, which pitched as a modern twist on Dog Day Afternoon. Stephen James from Homecoming stars as Rayshon, an Iraq War veteran who takes shelter in his apartment building after a botched drug deal. Amid a police standoff and growing media frenzy, a sympathetic cop played by Lawrence Fishburne tries to convince him to surrender. They're seeing the star power as, yeah, uh, in the upcoming section here. I mean, that's a lot of names. Fuqua, yeah. Fishburne. We have Boyd Holbrook, Kiefer Sutherland, Don Cheadle, Emily Mortimer. Yeah. Okay, crazy talented Doug Lyman, the director of The Born Identity, will direct this twisted superhero, t- another superhero tale, yeah. in which a charismatic leader convinces psych ward patients that they possess extraordinary talents and must stop alien weapons from falling into the wrong hand. So, are they really talented or are they just thinking that because they're pa- psych ward? Right. Eh, I don't know. Is it Legion? <laughs> yeah, right. The Stranger, written and directed by. The the killing. Um, mysterious Hollywood Hills passenger enters a young rideshare driver's car over 12 hours. The two venture into the seedy underbelly of Los Angeles in a spine-chilling game of predator and prey. So we got another cat-mouse thing? I, f- I feel like I, I just saw a, a movie, <laughs> this premise. The passenger, the oh. prisoner passenger. Yeah, this is the one that has what's-his-butt in it. And uh, one girl that was on that really bad Fox show. In... Um, the seedy underbelly of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's da- always it's always Los Angeles. Yeah, Dane DeHaan's in this or whatever, right? Maybe I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the trailer for this one was up. It looked like it might be uh, okay. The Last American Vampire, based on the novel by Seth Graham Smith, follows a young female FBI agent as she's partnered with a wealthy partnered with a wealthy five hundred year old vampire bond to protect the world from a dangerous threat. This sounds like every um, procedural idea on network television. Let's pair a young female FBI agent with someone wacky, like um, an old tiny vampire. Here we go. Yeah, like Lucifer, right? Mm-hmm. Or someone who can see the future, or etc. Untitled Guillermo del Toro project, uh, described as a modern zombie story. I would think that he would try and get creative with the format. I would hope, but well, how much- if not, we have we have a, a third Walking Dead premiering in. Please stop. And you know who you know who directed it, Jordan. <laughs> I'm glad Julia you're... Ormond. Yeah, Julia Ormond is in it. If you don't remember her from, it's been a while uh, since I've heard that yeah. name. Well, I'm glad Jordan's yeah, sl- working, but also yes. please don't. We don't need any more Walking Dead. <laughs> El Señor de los Cielos prequel Telemundo is partnering on a prequel to its acclaimed novel telenovela chronicling the rise of notorious real life drug lord Amado Carrillo Fuentes. Drug shows are popular. People like drug shows. Narcos is the thing. Uh, yeah. Swimming with Sharks, an adaptation of the 1995 Hollywood satire, follows a young female assistant at a studio filled with manipulators, schemers, and intrigue uh, who just might outwit them all. I don't know. Um, creativity. I, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a new proposition. It's not I, new content here. I wonder how interested people are in Hollywood. Uh, Does that just make everyone depressed? Because from from my understanding, entertainment about Hollywood doesn't normally do perform well. Wireless, executive produced by Steven Soderbergh, 
stars Ty Sheridan as a self-obsessed college student stranded in the Colorado mountains with his smartphone as his only tool for survival. <laughs> the show is described as a survival movie for the next generation about the lies we tell through our phones and the lies our phones tell us. So this one's 100% going to have like, oh, you're in portrait mode. Look at the apps right. on his phone kind of thing going on. I assume he's trying to pretend he's not stranded. <laughs> Is he trying to catfish uh, his followers? Is he texting somebody that he's all right? Not catfish, but like, yeah, yeah. Is it, but he's in um, deep shit? Yeah, pretend that everything's all right. I guarantee this is going to have some tropes that we've <laughs> described already. This is going to be one that's going to use those a lot. Charlemagne from the creator of Vikings, uh, based on the life of Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne, whom united much of Europe during his reign amid a salacious personal life. Uh, this is this will be built for this is for either. the this is for MAGA. <laughs> this is for the MAGA crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Toys, an adaptation of James Patterson of Zoo fame. James Patterson's dystopian bestseller, which tells the tale of a young woman in a near future in which DNA manipulation has split humans into genetically enhanced elites and unaltered basic. This sounds like basic science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Transmissions, bodyguard creator, is developing a sci-fi thriller about a lone scientist at a remote observatory who starts to receive strange signals from deep space. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't watched Bodyguard. Is Bodyguard any good? It's fine. Yeah. It's very 24. Okay. Code 8 spinoff. Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell are extending their passion project Code 8 whatever that is, <laughs> with a spin-off series based on the 2019 film set in a world where 4% of the population is born with supernatural abilities. Uh, uh, more, no, more, no, no thanks. Cursor, that's C-U-R-S underscore R. Ridley Scott, executive producer, follows a broke student who attempts to win a cash prize by playing a strange 1980s computer game. She soon realizes, however, that she's actually playing for her life. Nar, nar. I don't know. Could be all right. I mean, I like I like uh, dangerous game show stories. Dead spots. Pitch perfect screenwriter Kate Cannon, who also wrote for Thirty Rock, as uh, producing an adaptation of a fantasy novel described as an ur- an urban fantasy dramedy about a lowly janitor for Los Angeles's supernatural community. Vampires and werewolves. werewolves. I'm out. I don't need more of that. This isn't a comedy. This is a a dra- <laughs> a janitor for vampires. <laughs> It would make more sense if it was like comedic. If it was, was dr- if it was like purely, if it was like what we do in the shadow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, they're already doing that perfect. So, right. There's only room for one. Um, like the like the character on that show who wants to be a vampire is basically the lowly janitor, essentially. Yeah. Just one drink. Laura Dern will lead this series of one act vignettes from Nick Hornby, playing a bartender serving customers in various states of emotional despair. This is a high maintenance with beer. She's the dealer. Yeah. Academy Award winner, Laura Dern. The Dernissance continues, I suppose. Yeah. Heartbeats, the writers of Netflix's Everything Sucks. It tells the story of a perfect couple viewed from the perspective of their mutual friend to show what can happen when the right person comes into your life at the wrong time. What? That's so... It's, it's vague. This is... Does something go wrong? I, this I is like a rom-com. This is a rom-com. Comedy. Oh. <laughs> Royalties. Darren Chris will star in and write songs for this musical comedy following a ragtag songwriting duo named Sarah and Pierce. Okay. Not for me. 
Dummy, starring Anna Kendrick and oh, Donald Logue. This man. comedy follows the story of an aspiring writer and her boyfriend's sex doll. <laughs> Originally written as a TV pilot, the project was developed into a film to be diced up into 10 minute or less bites. There you go. So we'll not be using the format other than jam ads in between. The story of an aspiring writer and a boyfriend's sex doll. Is her boyfriend Donald Long? Because that's... That speaks maybe, maybe maybe Donald Lug becomes the, the sex doll comes to life. Mm, yes, like a mannequin. Uh, Maple with murder. Okay, listen to this one. Maple with murder from Lauren Michaels and Seth Meyers comes a comedic mystery procedural written by Paula Pell and John Lutz of Thirty Rock fame. Lutz on Thirty Rock, who also star alongside J.B. Smooth and Haley Magnus. The show will follow a murder mystery author who sets out to solve a spate of killings in a quaint town. Also on board are in supporting or guest roles are Fred Armisen, Tina Fey, Wanda Sykes, Maya Rudolph, Darcy Carden, Tim Meadows, Patton Oswalt, Jack McBrayer, Annie Mumolo, Ike Barinholtz, Chris Parnell, Andy Samberg, Tarek Cruz, and Nicole Byer. That's pretty stacked. And a lot so, of 30 Rock alum. Yeah, it's like a murder mystery, right? Funny murder mystery. This could be a good format. This could be unique. This could be good. This reminds me of like Children's Hospital, right? Or and the the stuff that like um, Paul Shear has been doing. This is a perfect yeah, so situation. Star studded, star studded, rapid fire, play um, play against yeah. type. Just get yeah. goofy with it and just be ridiculous because you know that's probably what all these people, this list of people, is going to be doing. Uh, the now the Farrelly brothers bring you the story of a pseudo suicidal man named Ed Poole, whose brother and father have already taken their own lives. For the sake of his mother, the man strives to turn things around and learn to live in the now. Dave Franco stars as the suicidal man with O'Shea Jackson Jr., Daryl Hannah, and Bill Murray and Alyssa Milano. <laughs> wow, Bill Murray. <laughs> this, oh my God, learn to live life in the now. There's always a show where some guy has to like learn a lesson or learn a thing and this is the sh- this is that show this show this is sh- this to is supposed on, to be a comedy to keep this on living. Be a comedy yeah right. um, also supposed to be a comedy varsity blues a modern take on the 1999 james vanderbeek film. some people would describe the original varsity blues as a comedy is it, i've never seen varsity blues. it's like um, you can't you can't have my life right <laughs> I don't want your I, life. I don't want your life. You can't handle my life. I don't want you your don't, life. You can't handle yes. my life. <laughs> no, I, I don't want yeah, your life. That's, that's a, a few good varsity blues. There you go. Winos, Thomas Lennon of the state and Viva, what was it? Viva Variety yep. and Reno 911 created it. A show will follow a failed Silicon Valley entrepreneur who relocates to wine country and tries to improve the fortune of a struggling vineyard. <laughs> this is so white. <laughs> I'm just glad only only white people are going to watch the show. I if Quibi turns into a a place where we can get some comedic people who have been around but haven't maybe been heading anything up for a while, I'm perfectly happy with letting Thomas Lennon run wild. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Another updated spin on a film. This one reworks the 2003 Matthew McConaughey rom-com i mean sure varsity blues how to lose a guy attending i think they're both paramount films no last resort comedy produced by dwayne johnson and paul feig focuses on a polynesian family running a resort in hawaii life is ended when a tech billionaire puts in a bid to buy the land ah yes gotta fight them off gotta fight off the rock is really like the rock is really carving out this polynesian corner for himself 
this you know, this is clearly not a show that would probably make make a good run on network TV, right. but maybe there's an but, audience. Uh, I mean, there's an audience there. I'm I'm happy for whatever Polynesians. <laughs> They've got to be excited. They don't have a lot of options, so we're, we'll be excited for them. Memory hole. Dive back into all the cringeworthy pop culture events you forgot or maybe never knew, never even knew about in the first place, hosted by Will Arnett. Yeah. Uh, okay. Will Arnett is also hosting the Lego Masters show. He's not been doing well after since uh, divorcing uh, Amy Poehler. <laughs> He's got BoJack, but you don't see him. Um, it's something you don't see him in. Yeah. Untitled Carrie Delevingne prank show. Kara Delevingne will host a practical joke series in which she and a band of female accomplices wreak mischief and mayhem. Is she somebody you would consider somebody funny? I, you see, She's I not don't funny. Th- yeah, I don't. I She's don't. She's not somebody like oh, her comedic funny. timing and abilities are great. She's a maybe, she's a model. Maybe she'll surprise actress. us, right? Kirby Jenner, the Kardashian Empire, is now expanding to Quibi as Kendall Jenner's. "Quote unquote twin brother Kirby, actually a faux Kardashian. Oh, this is the guy known for his yeah. parody Instagram account. Gets his own showcase series. Kendall and Chris Jenner will also appear on the show, as well as executive produce. Wow! So he ended up parlaying that Instagram Photoshop business into oh, a he's show? a real person. Yes. Oh, jeez. You've not seen this guy's thing. He photoshops himself oh. into photos with the Kardashians, and he does a pretty good job. I mean, well, they're. I hope he's they're, funny. I hope they're he's humorous, funny. but it's a one-note thing. I mean, right, right. there's, there's not a. I'm, good for him for. Good for him spinning yeah. that out and making some money. Agua Donkeys follows two employees at a pool cleaning company on their quest for the perfect tan, the perfect vibe, and the perfect mix of bromine and chlorine for pool cleaning. The I, short film on which it's based has been called a Californian Napoleon Dynamite. I watched the trailer for this one, and I actually was interested. It, it, it tells you nothing about it. It's just a bunch of weird dudes saying weird shit, and it thought it looked kind of funny. Might be all right. Nice one! Exclamation mark. Comedian Ron Funches hosts this comedic game show in which comedians attempt to out-compliment each other. So, reverse roast. Reverse roast battle. <sighs> I just don't know about skinny Ron Funches anymore. Uh, rapper warrior ninja Eric Andre is bringing one of the Eric Andre show's most memorable segments to Quibi. Hip hop stars will attempt to navigate a perilous obstacle course while freestyling. While freestyling, <laughs> I think it sounds great. This is uh, this is what Quibi should be for, right? Just go- the goofiest shit, right? This yeah, is it. Yeah. I'll, I'll follow Eric. Uh, and then the, the, the original segment is, is wonderful. Yeah, it's very good. Die Hart, H A R T follows Kevin Hart as himself on a quest to land a major role in an action. Before he can do so, he must train at the world's greatest action star school overseen by a lunatic teacher played by John Travolta. Hart then fights his way through several comedically over-the-top action sequences with cameos by some of Hollywood's biggest action movie heroes. <laughs> so he's he's playing him. Yeah, he's playing himself. I think he's playing himself because it's like he didn't want to like have to like try, right? <laughs> So he didn't have to remember. How much would have been this was improvised? Because like Kevin Hart is a busy is a busy man. He also has his own comedy like network on YouTube. So he didn't want to remember another name. So he's like, we're just gonna call me Kevin. Yeah, I'll just be Kevin Hart. I'll just be Kevin Hart. Right. It's easier to do. Floored. YouTube star Liza Koshy. I don't know who that is. You'd probably know. Hosts this bizarre spin on competitive dance shows in which two teams attempts attempt to perform rehearsed routines on a floor that lifts, tilts, drops, shakes and spins in time to the music. So it's just an obstacles if, course dancing. Yeah. As if that weren't enough, they'll also they'll all, they'll also be plagued by surprise ob- obstacles. 
I mean, like big hands slapping him right in the face and into so, a pit would be. Amazing. I imagine it's like you know mo- most extreme elimination challenge or yeah, what is it? yeah, yeah. People falling is always entertaining. Uh, Junior High, created by and starring Jimmy Tatra and his longtime collaborator Christian Pierce, the series has its roots in the pair's YouTube comedy and follows them as middle schoolers struggling to figure out the fast-paced world of junior high. So this is so kind of like penis, but dudes. It's, it's yeah, pen fifteen with with dudes. <laughs> I prefer penis. Yeah, no, it's I guess might be more problematic with guys, but whatever. But with guys, it's super bad, right? Yeah. It's, with guys, it's been done before. Sure. Skinny Dip, the show based on Carl Hyacinth's 2004 novel, is a darkly comic revenge saga about a woman whose husband flings her overboard on a cruise. Miraculously, she's rescued by a retired cop, and the pair began plotting to gaslight her husband. This is a very specific uh, log line here. <laughs> well, it's based on a novel, right? Carl Heiss, I think he wrote like he wrote striptease. Oh, okay. Among other among other <laughs> books. Great works of fiction. Yeah. Uh Reno nine one one, Revival, Thomas Lennon's other Quibi show. I think Thomas Lennon all line on yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is perfect for this. This is a good this this will work well. Because that's how the show was already set up anyways. It's just it was just cut together shit. I wonder why Comedy Central revived Crank Anchors and not this. Because Crank Acres would also work well on Quibi. That that show is just timed out by minutes. Set minute Untitled lasting. Trevor Noah series. The show will follow the Daily Show host on tour, documented his candid interactions with people and how these moments impact both his worldview and his comedy. Th- this sounds like we do what well, we want to work with Trevor Noah, but he doesn't have anything. <laughs> he's got no new ideas and he's busy. So just follow him on tour. <laughs> just spin off the exact same thing he's yeah, doing, but yeah. man well, on the street. We'll, uh, We'll work it out in, in editing. Yeah. Um, Black Coffee, Gabrielle Union, will executive produce this series. Follows a former basketball star from Kansas City who returns home and opens a coffee shop in his old neighborhood. Okay. A sports-centric show. All right. Yes. You think it's going to be a sports-centric show or more like... Well, that's true. You know, I guess he's more, opening a coffee shop. More like shop. Cheers. Cheers in a coffee shop. Reminiscing about his old basketball days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trill League, uh, 50 Cent's next project will be this animated series and adap- an adaptation of an indie graphic novel focusing on a league of black superheroes, many of whom are spoofs of DC Comics characters as they battle monsters, supervillains, and more, satirizing modern America. Is this the first animated thing we've run across? Uh, yeah, I think so. As undercover brother for superhero. Yeah, essentially. And animated. Gloop World from Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland comes this sure to be absurd claymation series following the adventures of anthropomorphic blob roommates bob roundy and funzy sure it'll be fucking weird do you think it'll actually be claymated or like or just like fake faked it with computer if it says uh, claymation i'm gonna trust that that's what they mean i'm sure it'll be very rudimentary well like what are the more oral people doing right (laughs) yeah well it's not a very uh, efficient way to animate but right but i'm i I don't think there are any claymated series right now. No active one. The most like advanced stop motion stop motion stuff you see is like, uh, what the hell's the studio that did Kubo? Yeah, uh, Leica. Leica, yeah. Immoral Compass. Bill Burr and several to be announced oh. comedians will star in the series, which will feature characters facing a desperate desire and an extremely unethical decision that would help them obtain that desire, exploring the limits of what people do to get what they need. So they, uh, is this like did they a, offer them something? Is this like a panel show or like uh, scripted? 
Yeah, I can't. It wouldn't make sense if it, it was it like wasn't real. I it, it's it sounds like a party game. Like, what would you do to to get this right? Yeah, and they've set them up to make a decision that is bad of some sort. <laughs> I don't know. Micro Mayhem, a stop motion series from John Favreau and Seth Green, consists of self-contained shorts, each featuring a comically violent car chase. Limited. Q Talks, comedian James Veitch will host this series, which will feature celebrity guests giving talks from a script they've never seen before, taking direction from a teleprompter they have to follow to the letter. So it's kind of I'm, improv-ish. Yeah, I might enjoy this. It depends on um, who the guests are, if they're talented and they can fucking read. Right, right, yeah. Okay, uh, horror shows. Oh, this <laughs> this is a lot of Quibi stuff. I wonder if you added together, they said about 8,500 episodes, so 85,000. No, that's not right. <laughs> My math is all wrong, but it's a lot, right? There is a ton. $5 with ads. That's Disney Plus money. Mm. Horror. Okay. Spielberg's After Dark. Appointment TV is back, sort of. The beloved filmmaker is writing is writing a 10 or 12 chapter spooky story that can only be viewed after the sun goes down. And this was one of the only few that I saw that specifically like had a had a thing that you could only do one way. This is interesting, but w- would it would it get annoying? Would it be annoying? I get the sentiment. It's kind of fun. Like you, because some people are like, I won't watch that unless it's daytime out. But how spooky is this going to be from Spielberg? Well, like also time zones, right? People on the East Coast will see it first. <laughs> After the sun goes down, what does that truly, right. what or does like, that truly mean? What if you live in um, Alaska? What? Yeah, Alaska. The sun's just <laughs> down all you have the time. Like, you have like an hour to watch it. I'll tell you what, it gets dark at 4.30 in Montana at some time. So. Wolves and Villagers, pitched as Fatal Attraction 2.0. The series boasts Naomi Watts in the lead role and Jason Blum as a producer. Man, I didn't know Naomi Watts was in it. They fucking really brought everybody. Yeah. 50 States of Fright, Sam Raimi is producing a, this horror anthology, which draws inspiration from the folklore of each U.S. state. What What is the folklore of Montana? I don't Something with Native Americans? That's a good question. I don't, you know, we don't have like the New Jersey devil that I can think of. You know what I mean? I, I really don't know. The haunt, you know, supposedly haunted things, buildings. Want, but beyond well, that, the, this is this is assuming Sam Raimi will complete it and not like Sufjan out. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as he's uh, to do. Emma, Anna Sophia Robb stars in this horror series directed by American Psycho Helmer Mary Heron as a pregnant young woman who must reckon with a pregnancy's increasingly disturbing effects and a possible conspiracy around it. Okay. Tommy. Quibi sees Netflix's live-action cowboy Bebop and raises Tommy. Tommy? Alexander Aha, The Hills Have Eyes, will direct a live-action adaptation of the popular Japanese manga, which starts out as a murder mystery with a high school disappearing and pieces of her body popping up across a small town before becoming something even more horrific. Cool if it's kind of bloody and kind of... I, I looked up Tommy on Wikipedia, and it's another like, Japanese girl with long black hair. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. great. Um, and is the hair wet? Does it look wet, maybe? No, it's not wet. Okay. Ice Cream Man, based on the Image comic series, this horror anthology, a lot of horror anthologies, sees the eponymous villain wreaking macabre havoc in a suburban town from the confines of his ice cream truck. Are you familiar with this comic? Uh, no, I'm familiar with the Ice Cream Man movie with, with Clint Howard, though. <laughs> is it the same i don't I'm i don't sure think they're based on the same thing so that's a scripted upcoming quibi programming upcoming unscripted in docs beauty starring tyra banks this docuseries aims to expand and redefine the definition of beauty pass no. untitled beauty industry show 
Mad Max Fury Road's Rosie Huntington Whiteley will host a series highlighting icons of the beauty industry. Pass. Fight Like a Girl, WWE, pro wrestlers pairing with young women to help them overcome personal issues. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is a lot of not for me stuff. Yeah. Uh, biggest little cook-off. Chefs on this comedic competition series will battle oh. out to create the single best... Bite of food. Bite of food. We're talking sushi on a single grain of rice. Andy Samberg will host. It could be funny. So the bite of food thing was the taste on ABC, but this is like... This comedic element. It's this like is like purpose. This is like Tiny Kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Benedict Man, executive produced by Steph Curry, examined. It's a docuseries that examined the high school basketball team at St. Benedict's Prep in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Let's move on. Centerpiece floral artist Morris Harris hosts this exploration of creativity through the lens of flower design. There's going to be a never ending <laughs> trove of like. A weird business that somebody has that's gonna yeah. like have a highlighted thing. They're this gonna is, run out this of. This is stuff. a lot of like YouTube. This is a exactly. YouTube. Yeah. Each episode will feature a celebrity guest creating a floral centerpiece. This is like YouTube, but like this is some wine mom bullshit. Is yeah. what this is. It's like um, YouTube with stars. Untitled music competition series. Justin Bieber's longtime manager Scooter Braun is producing. Everyone's favorite. Scooter Braun. Uh, you know, we talked about the the dance competition. Here's the singing one. Yeah. Uh, this day in useless celebrity history, Olympic figure skater Adam Rippon will recount recent pop culture happenings with his signature sass. Um, you got the internet. We know what happened. This this was below Will Arnett. They had, they had to settle for Adam Rippon. Yeah. Killing Zac Efron. Zac Efron goes off the grid, heading deep into the jungles of a remote island to carve his own name in expedition history. Didn't he get The series hurt? has already made Efron quite ill in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, that's right. He got sick. This feels like Zac Efron went on that that show with Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls yeah. And he's like, I, w- I want to do this myself. I want more of this. Yeah, it's it's their survival show. Yeah. Uh, Cup of Joe. Joe Jonas and so her second Quibi series follows Jonas and his follows the Jonas Brothers Happiness Begins tour as he explores each city where they perform with the help of a local guy. Man, you really got to be in the Jonas Brothers. Want to be into that? The, the Jonas Brothers already have a documentary themselves on Hulu. I think this is even more niche. This is like um, the Trevor Noah series where we want to work with we want a Jonas Brothers, but we don't have any idea. We can just follow you around with a camera yeah, very yeah, easily yeah. on tour and. Boom, Slugfest, Slugfest from the Russo brothers charts the rise of an eventual rivalry between DC and Marvel comic. Sure. How, yeah, but how good is it going to be in this uh, format? <laughs> I mean, this needs to exist. I think this, this is, is an like, interesting yeah, thing it, that needs to be covered, it, it, but I don't it, think this is the, the, the format or the place for it going it, to be. In 10 minute bites, the Silver Age. <laughs> right, yeah. In seven minutes, right? No. Uh, Black Bald. Documentary series delves into the scandal that led to the ouster of former Los Angeles Clippers owner Donald Sterling. Again, this the, this, this is, is like does it need to be on Quibi? Why is that on Quibi? Why isn't this on ESPN? Yeah, why doesn't this just exist where it should on yeah. Thirty for Thirty? Yeah. Last looks true crime series looks at the dark side of fashion with each episode examining a different crime and its perpetrator while also exploring the world of haute couture. <laughs> Somebody stabbed me from a Jordans, man. 
This is um, absurd. Potty talk. Renowned fashion. That's a lot of fashions. Renowned fashion designer Alexander Wang will host a talk show like no other, interviewing celebrities in the bathroom at high profile events. Yeah. This is like a. Just talking to somebody in a weird place is all. Yeah, the, the, the talking to somebody in a weird place trope. Kevin Hart, like I said, I, I mentioned his um, YouTube network. He interviews celebrities in ice baths. Yeah. Um, you just find a remember, weird spot. Yeah. Joan Rivers interviews on bed. Score TV. So toilet. Uh, also, like the inter- interviewee is of the opposite gender. Do they find a gender neutral bathroom? I don't know. <laughs> and, and a gender neutral bathroom wouldn't have two toilets. <laughs> How are they arranged? Yeah. So I, you'd have to do it in like a, a, a ladies room, right? You have to clear everyone out and just like do it with a. I'll tell stalls, you what, right? these questions we have are probably more interesting than the show itself. <laughs> we should interview him in a bathroom empires of luxury crazy rich asians author kevin kwan looks into the light families behind the world's most exclusive luxury labels okay more fashion essentially more fashion yeah. it's a lot of fashion yeah. life-size toys the nitro circus uh will headline a series in which larger than life versions of favorite childhood toys become vehicles for stunts like for instance cars. an air rocket yeah an air rocket that can launch a grown man scour i'll watch this i like the nitro circus. the andy cohen diaries an animated series a follow-up to andy cohen's best-selling memoirs will chronicle iconic and untold moments from the Watch What Happens Live hosts Daily Life. <laughs> that is 100% not a show made for me at all. Who is it made for? Who who cares this much about Andy Cohen? Exactly. I don't... Somebody must. Wine moms, man. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Uh, worked for adult contestants and audiences with a scaled-up set, tougher challenges, and bigger prizes. They should get them drunk and then have to run so, through the temple. I don't know if you remember, there was a similar children's game show called Funhouse and Funhouse had an adult version I think it was a college something house it was basically Funhouse but with adults mm. and did it work for as an adult version it was okay but it's more it's always more fun watching children <laughs> you just want to see people fail and do dumb like, shit you, you you see these like adults summer camps and it's just sad god john you're just no fun <laughs> iron sharpens iron Executive produced by Cam Newton, Carolina's, Carolina Panthers quarterback Cam Newton pairs star athletes from different sports to discuss training, fitness, <laughs> and what it takes to be the top of your... Okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the Hot Drop, billed as the world's first interactive dating show, The Hot Drop will release three episodes per week for a complete real-time relationship experiment. The first episode will introduce that week's Hot Drop, a desirable single, and their dating profile. The second will reveal three finalist candidates for a date with the hot drop. And the third will reveal the viewer's choice among the finalists and follow the couple as they embark on their date. So you get to vote like the viewers get yeah. to vote on it. So, I mean, this is a, a neat use of the technology. At least you're combining like a the thing that you're you can holding also do this hand. on any other streaming service. Yes, you could. We have the technology to expand mm-hmm. upon that. High and low on the series. Sisters Aaron and Sarah Foster of VH1's Barely Famous will embark on dual travel experience with one going high, five-star hotels, a luxury experience, and one going low for a more authentic and turbulent journey, all based on a coin flip. So what, one gets hosed. One gets hosed like, and the other one gets the, the thing is like, 
there's got to be shenanigans because there's a scenario where one sister always gets the there is the luxury experience. They, they right? just keep getting it two or three in a row because that's just maybe how that it maybe that work. would be a more entertaining yeah to watch like the other sister just lose it. <laughs> Uh, Barkitecture for dog lovers. Quibi will offer the series in which dog owners commission luxurious, extravagant dog houses. Yeah, build a um, build a fancy dog house. Sure, it's uh, it's Tank the aquarium extravagant uh, yeah. aquarium show. Yeah. yeah, Murder Unboxed, modeled on the popular unboxing YouTube video series, this true crime series explores cases by revealing seemingly unrelated evidence one item at a time. For instance, a bottle of brandy, a toaster, a pile of cash, and a born supremacy DVD. Interviews and stylized recreations reveal how the items ultimately help solve the crime. The true crime. So these are just random things that actually solved a real crime that happened. I think it's like it just—it sounds like evidence being presented. Yeah, that sounds um, dumb. Uh, Phase up. Quibi is partnered with esports team Phase Clan for the game show, which will let six subscribers compete for a spot on the team's roster. I was waiting for the esports thing, and here we are. This is dangerous because how serious will this, that spot be, right? Well, these guys make a, their livelihood like depends it, on their clan being good, their their group being good. The, so I feel like any attractive job offered by a game show is never all that's that it's cracked up to be. I remember like Hell's Kitchen was offering jobs at Michelin star restaurant. Yeah, doesn't they never really pan? No, that guy, that person doesn't really work there. Also, like hmm. fans of esports. Are probably watching Twitch and not Quibi. <laughs> so who are these six subscribers going to be? Equally good ex-members of other like known esports right, teams, right. and they're look they're they're a free agent. Then that might be more interesting if you're especially familiar with them. But if it's just a bunch of random people that trying to get into that world, that's less interesting to me. Moving the needle with Doctor Wu, celebrity tattoo artist Doctor Wu posts this deep dive into his personal life and. Cr- <sighs> Just follow his Instagram, which I do. It, there you go. You're done. Just see the tattoos. Pillow Talk with Demi Lovato featuring candid, unfiltered conversations with celebrity. Okay. Talk show. Yep. Let's go Atsuko. Based on the podcast and live show of the same name, the series is described as a woke Japanese game show in which contestants tell comedian Atsuko Okatsuka, who I know, and she's very funny, they tell her one thing they love and one thing they fear. Uh, Okatsuka then leads the contestants through the surreal universe inside your grandma's fridge where those things can and will be used against them for uniquely tailored. Wow. Okay. Strange. It's a strange yeah. Japanese game show. Yep. All right. Um, <laughs> how we met. Each episode will feature a couple sharing the story of how they met. Okay. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> but people love. Who is rela- that for? People love relationship shows. Look, I mean, people watch a goddamn. Yeah, bachelor. I mean, people love dating shows, but like, people love seeing bad dates. Do, do you, yeah. Do you really want to see people's stuff I, I, working I, I, out? I, I don't care about like people in like well-adjusted relationship. <laughs> you don't want to see is, life again, working out. This is a ma- this is a magazine. Yeah. Um, all right. Sex next door. This docu series will delve in the personal and professional lives of four young sex workers in Seattle. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll be interested if they they film right now in like deserted Seattle. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. recording this during coronavirus. Yeah, hope, it will be released here shortly, so it'll yes, still be uh, going on. I promise. In 2018, LeBron James opened the I Promise School in his hometown. Uh, this docu series follows a year in life of sixth third grader. Okay, it's a feel good thing. For feel good. everybody the, involved. The, the Steph Curry show is also like a feel good thing. Basketball players be more interesting. 
you can do this, like start a school and use your money for good, but like yeah. do something maybe more entertaining yeah. if you want to show We're still about waiting it. for that um that show about sneakerheads. Yeah, there you go. The entourage for sneakerheads. <laughs> Squeaky clean. This competition series will pit three contestants against each other in two rounds of cleaning challenges, with winners determined by a signature white glove and black light test. So, so <laughs> we've, we've so, turned cleaning into a competition. So some OCD motherfuckers are going to go in there and just clean up. No pun intended. They're going to win. Uh, finally, finally, from Will Arnett, Will <laughs> Arnett, uh, your daily horoscope. This one of a kind series will pair daily horoscope reading the stories of animated millennial characters inspired by the 12 Zodiac signs who work at a tech startup. <laughs> It's so, described so, as self-help through storytelling. So the characters have like a personality and then just describe yeah, like, your horoscope? you know, Gemini. And- yeah. I'm sure, yeah, their personalities are based on the... Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Ugh. <laughs> Will Arnett is hard up. Give him a movie role so he doesn't have to do these things, someone, please. So whew, that's that's a lot of stuff coming to Quibi. Will anyone watch it? I... There's only a few, you know. Has anyone has anyone watched anything on Apple TV Plus legally? Short of the Mandal, well, legally. All right, I don't know. I do you know do you do you know subscribers to Disney Plus? Uh, me. Okay. But I'm talking Apple TV Plus, the Morning Show, and other stuff. Those for <laughs> amazing stories. What else has even come out? C's not out yet, is it? I but heard, I heard about say, shows, but um, I don't know when they're out. Quibi might stand to benefit from coronavirus. <laughs> because everybody's got to stay inside? Yeah, people people want to watch stuff. It could be a perfect timing. Like, maybe they need to push it a little bit, just have a nice little push right right before it comes out. What is it? Or it could be the next big business disaster that we'll study, provided the planet is around <laughs> in 50 years. You're getting dark, man. You're getting real dark. I think if Quibi fails, where does all this content go? We have no comedy networks on online anymore. Everything's dead. Where do you where do you stick it? Do you just push it to trickle down to YouTube? Maybe. Maybe they'll just dump it on YouTube and just like monetize it with a lot of ads. All right. That's it for this episode. You can uh, find me elsewhere at adamriff.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Zombieologist. And we'll hopefully see you sooner than later in the next one. See you. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs>